This is Record Royale, where we throw two albums into the ring with one another and see which one comes out on top. Hey, Hello. yo! Here it is, another episode. Second week of Oz Music Month. We are in episode number seventy-eight. Last week was a bang a series. Sly Withers with Pat from the Sleepyheads had a right bunch it. of good feedback from that one. It was a fun one, and this was another fun one. We got Jack Davies, Perth act Jack Davies and the Bush Chooks on the show. Jack, thanks for coming on, mate. We appreciate it. No, thanks for having me. It's all, yeah, you too. It's uh, we appreciate the the time difference there. Four p.m. for you. Yeah, well, Hopefully, it's not too much of a dick around. No, it's crazy. I had a um, work training today for the yeah. pub I work at, and I said I can't make it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that worked out quite well in my favour. <laughs> As in, Beautiful. like a new job. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to teach that... me how to carry plates better and stuff. <laughs> was that really what it was? Yeah. How to carry plates, 101. Oh, I don't know. It probably would have been something else, but I'll never know. I'll, I'll never know now. Is this a new job? New pub? No, nah, it's not. I've been there I've been there for like over a year, so it's like yeah. I've figured out all the ins and outs of plates and whatnot. All so. the plates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know the plates, so I don't need any yeah. of this. Yeah. <laughs> I've, yeah. Had, I've had enough. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's going to be fun. Courtney Barnett, sometimes I sit and think. Sometimes I just sit against... RVG, Quality of Mercy. Two fun albums. It was pretty good listening to these this week. Uh, real quick before we get into chatting about all things these albums. Last week on the show, Brad, for Two Truths and a Lie, you mentioned how the Sly Withers fan um, yes. went to... Toby. Yeah, Toby. He flew from Perth to Brisbane because he didn't like the Perth venue. He went and watched Sly Withers yes. um, on the Slowly Slowly tour. Didn't see Slowly Slowly. The the lads from Sly Withers got in touch and apparently apparently that fan loved Brisbane so much he moved there after that wow. show. Wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh very cool. Yeah, pretty nice little tie in to that. Oh, that's very nice of them to get in touch and give us a bit more context. Yeah. It was quite heartwarming actually. Yeah. <laughs> bit of, bit, of, bit of a love should story. Get that guy on the pod. I think we should. One disgruntled Toby, fan. Yeah. We should reach out. Find the find the the real the, the cross country traveling Toby. Mm. Yeah. Come on the pod. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. A uh, couple other things I want to heaps quickly mention. Heart Attack Man, friend of the pod, Eric Egan, their EP, Thoughts and Prayers, is out now. Just go listen to it. It rocks. It rolls. And back on the Instagram polls, did the Kanye West polls. I mean, by the time yeah. this episode comes out, it'll be done. So thanks to everyone for oh, voting on them. In again. I've only done the first round. I haven't posted the second round yet. Uh, okay. I'll right. do it after this. But uh, I know who, who do you want to win. What, what, by, the by the time this is out, we'll know who won. So who do you, what album will win? I'm going to say probably Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but I'm open to many. many an album. Out, I think we'll win. Yeah. I'm a graduation guy. Or I'm also a graduation guy. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. if you want to, we'll probably do some more Instagram poll battles so get on there at record royale it's a very easy one Let's do it to uh get on sweet all right jack congrats on the release of the ep shadows and sounds of the night it's uh it's such a beautiful. such a great like beautifully delicate listen i really really enjoyed it and i've noticed as well you released the three eps three years in a row all six tracks was that like intention intentionally done or was that just happened naturally Oh, I just had a lot more songs, but if, if we added a seventh one, it would be an album. Yeah. And for some reason, people, you know, that that's like a, like, it's a bit of a stepping stone to do an album, I think. So kind of with an EP, it's a bit less pressure to kind of like muck around and sort of try things that you might not want to define you forever. So yeah. we're doing an album now, but those last three were just kind of like a bunch of different sort of stuff to try it out, I guess. What's was sort of like quite young and just gigging a lot um and now the album we're doing now will be a lot more like this is kind of like more of a serious statement in my mind of what yeah. music we want to make yeah. so the ep just cutting at six 
leaves that extra breathing room for you know it's just an ep but you know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. so enough. we've 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 kind of like kept it a bit shorter like there's a lot of songs like we can, haven't ended up recording you can almost stretch to like eight i feel like people are putting out like eight tracks and they're saying it's an ep <laughs> now yeah, I think iTunes and Spotify, I'm not, maybe I just iTunes or whatever, but like a lot of the streaming services have a cutoff of six songs or 30 right. minutes. I think that they right. have like a definition of it, which changes how it's like listed. Right. right. Yeah. Mm. So even if you just say it's an EP, they'll still list it as an album if it's got eight tracks. Yeah, right. I could be wrong yeah. like that. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> nah, I'm going to quote you. I'm going to quote you on that, the, the Spotify yeah. thing. I um I did yeah I did speaking spot I did see that you were working on the debut record. How far into that process are you? Um, we've probably recorded like um I've done about like five songs. Oh, like, I've done about five songs with the band, five of my solo songs, and then I've got another about ten band songs to go. Sort of like I'm kind of think like we're kind of mucking around with some of the writing still as we're recording it um right. so we're kind of taking our time with it so we're about halfway maybe yeah i think we'll make it shorter than that but we want to record right. more and then like kind of chisel it down a little bit take the yeah. best yeah 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 nice well very keen yeah because you've been no. churning out the track so i'm i'm, I'm keen no, for the, the debut record i also <laughs> I also really liked the Instagram videos you did where you were playing the acoustic guitar with these like oh, beautiful backdrops. Where yeah. <laughs> they, is that like near where you live? Because they were so, yeah. so nice. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I really enjoyed making those two. Actually, man. <laughs> um, I just went on a camping trip with my, my girlfriend and um, we just drove through a bunch of beautiful places and she was like, oh, we should do a video. And so we did. And we just ended up doing a whole bunch of them because I was getting pretty tired. Of, I mean, I'm, I'm not very good at Instagram or anything. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, we just do a whole bunch of them now. You can just like paste them later. And it's a great idea. So we just recorded a bunch of them and posted them later. And it worked. Nice. <laughs> um, but I live, in, I, live, I live in the city. So like, well, like the suburbs um, in Perth. But that was all out east, like just like a few hours, like near like quarter and uh um like 2j and stuff yep. just small uh, towns nearby just out of the city nice. look like a postcard that was so nice yeah no it's some real beautiful <laughs> some yeah some beautiful places you know when you just go like an hour out of the city it's always so nice no matter where you are like less people just somehow means beautiful beautiful places yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. um yeah. the two albums we're doing courtney barnett and rvg what was the thought process behind choosing these two? I mean, you're a singer-songwriter, Courtney Barnett, uh, Romy Vega from RVG, singer-songwriters. Yeah. But what was the thought thinking behind these two? Um, well, I think the, uh, sometimes I said and think album from Courtney Barnett was a very formative sort of album for me in, in terms of I got really into it when I would have been like 18, 17, 18. And... Um, when I was first starting to really get into gigging and playing with a band and it kind of, uh, yeah, really changed, like, especially the lyrics, but then also how aggressive some of the guitar and drum parts are really changed my attitude in a lot of ways and, and changed my taste a little bit. And not many albums, especially Australian albums, have had that kind of effect on me personally in terms of like, you know, when you listen to something, it kind of changes what you like. Yeah. Um, Sure. Yeah, so I really loved that the writing of it. And I just wanted to be able to write songs like that pretty much after I heard it. Um, and then the Romy Vega or IBG album, Body of Mercy. I think I got into that a little bit later on, um, even though that would have been released. Some, um, it was released like 2017, I think. 2017, but, yeah. Yeah, but um, I probably found it a few years ago. Um, and I don't know that one's i just really it just makes i just it's hard to describe i guess but i just love the um like it's kind of a different like there's definitely similarities but they seem quite different in my mind like um but i sort of love the rawness of it all you know yeah. like, um mm. uh, uh and like just yeah everything about it, the tones of everything and the lyrics and the kind of 
sarcasm and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Both of them are very um, lyric-fronted albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. The stories definitely. and everything. Yeah, I think that's definitely something that draws me in to, like, music that I really like. You know, there's music you like and then there's music you, like, deeply connect to. And I think yeah. that sort of lyrical side of things is what bridges that gap for me. So those are two albums that really bridge that gap, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, I'm going to smash through little facts of these two albums. So, Corny Barnett, originally from Sydney, didn't know that, moved to Hobart with her family before settling in Melbourne. Uh, this was a debut record released on March 20th, 2015 by Milk Records, here in Australia anyway, which was founded by Barnett and Jen Kloa in 2012. Uh, they released the Jade Imagine album we did. Cool. Uh, oh, did we do that for Oz Music Month last year? I think we did. Yeah. yeah. That Against and Julie Jacqueline, wasn't Julie, it? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah. So that was yeah. a cool album. Um, yeah, it was produced by Barnett herself, as well as her guitarist, Jan Luscombe and Burke Reed. Uh, Reed has worked with heaps of Australian acts. City Calm Down, Bad Dreams, Deasley Death Rays, Sarah Blasco. True. There was a lot more on that list as well. So he's just a uh, produce, producer, not part yeah, of Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, four singles, Pedestrian at Best, which was Rolling Stone's mag- Rolling Stone Magazine's fourth best song of 2015. Right. Rather large, yeah. <laughs> Rolling Stone Kim- Australia or Rolling Stone altogether? Altogether. Whoa. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Should have checked that. It is great Let's song. just go with it. Uh, Kim's Caravan, Dead Fox, Nobody Really Cares If You Don't Go To The Party as well with the other singles. Peaked at four in Australia. 16 in the UK and 20 in the US. Um, it was nominated for eight ARI Awards and won four, including Breakthrough Artist, Best Female Artist, Best Independent Release, and Best Cover Art, which she did herself mm. as yeah. well, which is cool. So cool. It was also, she was also nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys that year. She won the 2015 Australian Music Prize for Best Album of the Year, as well as the J Award for Best Album of the Year. And it was Pitchfork's ninth best album of 2015 and NME's 22nd best album of 2015. Jesus so, Christ. yeah, for a Melbourne independent album, she did very, very well. Mm-hmm. She Melbourne, was signed Melbourne to um, some American and UK, Europe labels as well, which put it out, but still very sick. For an Australian album that's so unbelievably Australian as well. Mm. Mm. Like, it's not a. Like, I feel like a lot of people in America wouldn't even know what she's talking about half the time. Mm. <laughs> it's crazy that she's bridged that gap. So well, I feel like it's it's got so many Australian um, colloquialisms in it. Yeah. Well, Maybe that's why week, I love it. Maybe it's just because I haven't heard yeah. them before. That could yeah. be the... Yeah, because last week we were trying to say, like, what Australian bands have really popped off in the past few years. Or like, she's, who like, would. one of the biggest it's exports by far. Easy. Yeah. Her and Tame Impala would... Or Tame Impala's, like the band but she would have to be easily the second yeah I'd say. absolutely there's a few yeah and Stella mm. and Julia Jacqueline both really big as well yeah Flume. which is cool Flume's pretty big oh yeah, oh, yeah. true <laughs> there's a lot soul. but she's there's a lot, there's a lot of there. about it. yeah for sure <laughs> um, alright so RVG it was a band formed by Romy Vega she started playing shows in about 2014 in Melbourne uh, before Angus Bell and Ruben Bloxham joined the band uh, this was their debut record, released on October 20th, 2017, just independently. Um, this was really cool that I found. Uh, it's actually on their band camp, so I didn't really have to search too far. The songs were recorded live at the Tote in Melbourne, the pub there, and it was engineered and mixed by Angus Bell of the band. Wow. Yeah. Wait, this whole True. album? This whole album was recorded live at the Tote. <laughs> Wait, in a performance? Uh, I don't no, or just no. like recorded. I think okay. just they recorded it there. Yeah. <laughs> oh right. Set up, set up the gear. And, yeah. 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 Well, they could <laughs> have been a show. Surely not. Though. They it's played the good. perfect gig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they played a completely flawless gig somehow. With no <laughs> crowd. No. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, yeah it's cool that. that it was recorded live at the Tote. Sick little yeah. Yeah. in Melbourne. You can really feel that in the in the recording. They have the yeah, just a sort of energy and dynamic you can't get from mm. like a click track or anything. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's what really draws you in about that album. It's like you can feel that kind of raw like honesty about it. You know? mm. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, with that said, there was no official singles. They kind of just dropped the whole album. But I believe the title track 
a quality of mercy and that's all were later claimed to be singles so like they would have pushed those two songs but yeah yeah no singles didn't chart it was released independently but has a bit of a cult following and it deservingly so because it's pretty sick all right that's all i got for the facts let's uh smash through the elements all right i'm gonna start by saying with this corny barnett album when it came out 2015 i was just a stupid little dumb teenager probably listened to like the same five punk bands (laughs) and i just did not give this record the time of day because i thought i was too cool but really i was just a stupid dumb little teenage boy and like this album rocks and the lyrics are just incredible and every song paints such a perfect picture of what she's trying to say yeah i just I, my stupid little teenage boy self didn't deserve this, I reckon. <laughs> I love it. When, it. when it came... Uh, yeah. I remember when Avant Gardner came out, which is... Mm-hmm. I think that came out before this album. It's like yeah. the single that led into the album sort of thing. And the video for that, and it was just like the most Australian thing you've ever heard in your life. But also really cool. Like, it's very... um, it's incredibly Australian, but it's not like... doesn't make you cringe at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like a, it's a perfect amount of Australian. Mm. It's beautiful. It's ordinarily extraordinary, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's kind I of a my, thing. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, I think my dad actually really loved it before I got into it. Like he kind of introduced me to it, which is funny enough. And so I didn't really listen to it at first for, like, because I was like, no, but not my dad. And I'm just, you know, when you're like yeah. 17, you don't, you know, um, but I was like traveling and I started listening to it and I think because I was brought up a lot of nostalgia so I just obsessively listened to it for like a few months and then and then by the time I got back I was kind of like it was kind of you know when you have those songs you just like have to play it every single time you, you like go anywhere drive anywhere yeah yeah and it was like that for like a year so old after that but definitely like <laughs> the nostalgia of being away from home sort of drew me into it a bit because I guess that sort of homely suburban australia like yeah yeah i was gonna say i can hear a lot of um like australian colloquialisms you use in your music as well like uh, i think that you actually have that big time in common with courtney barnett which is great to hear yeah it's probably something she definitely like i probably look up to her for you know so and then try to apply it to some of my own stuff well, yeah. I don't know. It allows you to kind of be a bit more yourself with it. Because I yeah. think when I first started singing, I remember trying to put on weird accents and stuff because all <laughs> the music you hear is all American or yeah. European or whatever. You don't hear many Australian bands that aren't pretending to be, you know, European <laughs> or American. So Very true. It, 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 yeah, definitely was the one of the big reasons why mm. I felt like I was allowed to to sing stuff that's more like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, no doubt. Last week we did series and Sly Withers, and we could say the same thing about these two albums. They're both very like unapologetically Australian. They don't yeah. try and hide Absolutely. anything, which is mm. brilliant, especially for doing it Australian music month. It works very well. Mm. And just looking at like kind of unique um, Australian perspective, like things that don't get brought up in normally, kind of like mm. the whole depression thing. Um, about Preston and like the, that the song is just riddled through with lots of stuff about um, like Australian life and suburban life that you don't really hear about mm. and everyone else thinks it's just like the outback and fucking <laughs> I don't know yeah. meat pies and shit but it's um, <laughs> yeah it's a unique perspective that it just makes you gravitate towards it a lot I think sure. yeah and yeah. it's not just the lyrical content though like there's some sick guitar sounds and the yeah. drums the yeah drums are so the guitar and the drums i was always yeah. really obsessed with the way like i haven't really looked too much into it but whoever engineered that album would have a lot of respect for because the sounds they got out of the drums and the guitar is just amazing like yeah like if i'm well, getting I, I, more into recording myself now i'm like looking yeah. back at it and i'm just like how did you even get it to sound that good it's like you know. <laughs> yeah I guess a lot, of it's just, a lot of it's just it's just the playing you know but like yeah to capture it so truthfully it's, it's yeah yeah because her guitarist did a little bit of the producing on it so yeah they would have had a yeah fair fair, um yeah the guitars get loud and hey it's got so much guts but yeah yeah. it's one of those albums that you can still hear everything like super well yeah nothing gets lost in the in the mix 
Yeah. I read that um they recorded it over it was only over like eight days or something. Mm. Super really? quick. And um she had all the songs but she didn't really want to know like let the other bandmates know just so they could have a really fresh take on it when they came into the studio right. when she recorded mm. Pretty cool way to do it. Yeah. Mm. And they said um I think it was pedestrian at best had a bit like a fairly sizable change after like having the bandmates like check it out and yeah. run through it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I really cool like them small poppies on that album. Yeah, that's just another the, favorite song. The guitar line is just it's not um mm. it's nothing like crazy like it's not technical, but it's just like very haunting. Like the way <laughs> yeah. it just kind of draws you in and feels like you're in a trance. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like droopy, kind of sexy, maybe a little bit sexy, I would say. <laughs> it's got like fast a little spicy. thing on it, I think. It's yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah, Feels that's out. one of my favorites for sure. And it's about that. tall poppy syndrome in Australia, which is a great <laughs> thing to talk about, I think, as well. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Jack, how did you come across RVG? Like, start listening to them? Um... I just said no. I think it's probably just from like related artists to like other stuff I was listening to. Um, I actually can't even remember. I just remember like I think it must have just come on on the radio or something. Maybe it was maybe it was RTR or something. I don't know. But I just remember hearing it. I think I just ended or something. And then yeah. it was just like I just thought it was this really great song, and I assumed it must have been some big like british rock band or something i don't know but then <laughs> then then it would turn to some yeah it's just like a local melbourne band and they're amazing yeah and then listen to the whole album a punch and all the all the songs like have that similar kind of like uh i don't know how to describe the feeling but there's definitely like a feeling there that they like musically is um that, that that's just feels great to you know listen it's very tense, I would say. It's like a, there's a lot of tension on this album. They just seem like they're about to explode. <laughs> yeah, but in like a really in a really satisfying way. That, you know, like, yeah. like uh, I guess everyone is different. Like you know, like like the way it emotionally affects you. But like, there's guitars, like and like the kind of energetic drums, and everything is kind of building towards something. It feels quite like energizing and really like it's like one of those songs, like one of those albums that really like lifts me up, like. Gives me energy yeah. when I listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it even if they're talking about quite difficult things, like the 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 performing aspects of it, just gives you that boost. You know, like yeah. it just makes me feel really great. Cool. I get a lot of um. Have you listened to uh, television? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I can totally see that. The it's guitar kind of and, and like talking heads as well. It's like mm. the drama yeah. and talking heads. I feel like the vocals are <laughs> very like dramatic. But in the, like the best way, it's kind of like yeah. almost like just talking to you, like preaching. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like they, preaching they just, half the time. They feel really, they feel really like honestly, like really, like, really like, yeah. like real. Like they're not, they're not putting on a putting in, yeah. putting on a face or anything. It's just like kind of being just like, feels like you're confident and like to a kind of thought. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Also, okay. the fact that they recorded it live gives it such like more warmer. Almost like a welcoming feel to it. Yeah, I reckon. That's so cool. I, I had no idea. That's insane. Mm. You reckon they did the vocals as well, right then and there? Surely they would have just done them in the studio. I think. I don't know. I reckon maybe. I reckon they, they would have done it. Yeah, yeah. live. It's kind of truly sales. Not too yeah. much like, like layers on the vocals. No. No. So I reckon they would have. Which is pretty cool. Mm. There's a lot. Uh, band from Newcastle, Jack. We've had on the pod that we're friends with, um, called Underlay. I reckon Underlay would be oh, into this band, time, Cody yeah. and all them. Mm-hmm. Just, they should record now on live. Yeah. Would have... At the last, yeah, at the last. That'd be so good. Um, even Outdoors. I could hear vacations in this album a little bit. Sure. Yeah. In some of the guitar, in the guitar work, yeah. yeah. It's like early vacations. Some of the guitar tones are mm. very similar, which is nice. Cool. Yeah. Have you? I think... Did you? Did you read at all what the title track the first song Equality of Mercy was like about no yeah yeah no I, I mean I, I listened to that for a long time before I really like figured out fully like what because I kind of, you kind of know it like you can kind of figure out roughly because it's you know yeah. anything that slanders the Herald Sun I'm like fuck yeah you know <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah because it, cause it was it, had, it was I read a bit that it was about oh and in some ways inspired by the executions of um 
uh, I forgot the name, but you know, you know the Bali about. Nine members. Yeah, oh, right. oh, it um, and it was about the sort of you know the response that the general public have and the outlet that's given through the Murdoch media and and all yeah. that. You know, and how people so distant from something yeah, and like pretend to be so involved and get so aggressive and like, there's a sort of meanness to do with the world, you know, um, yeah. and yeah, so it's kind of like a like the ending of that song, it's like, there's no evil in me. It's like, I'm just like, yeah. Because you get that a lot in Australia, people who are like, have a lot of just mean attitudes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're very angry yeah. about things that they don't need to get angry about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, too. Totally things, things that don't affect them in any way, like like drug, you know, like drugs is, is, is like the... No, it's not something you should be killed for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, it's people mad. that live in Australia are like, yeah, they, you know, you get what you deserve, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like, that's what the song was about. She said, um, like people were writing, if you do the, if you do the crime, do the time. It's like they're dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so messed up. I mean, yeah. different world in the in those countries, but yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty interesting thing to write a song about, especially the title track and the first song in yeah. the album. I, I think it's cool. also the song. I mean, I always thought it's quite allegorical for like other other things in Australia too. Though it's, it's not just about that kind of situation. Like it, it kind mm. of like that same sort of aggressive aggressive attitude of like the uninvolved bystander who has no real yeah, the connection to the issues and. <laughs> Than you know the newspaper at the cafe in the morning and the sort yeah. of aggression those people have towards things that have nothing to do with them yet to other people are life and death issues. Yeah, um, it's something that seems to you know reoccur in Australia and I guess lots of places. But you know, mm-hmm. um, so you can kind of think of it as a song that expresses that feeling for mm. so many different parts of um, so many different problems and, and attitudes that really prevalent yeah. in australia that's at least the way i kind of feel about it so. hmm. now yeah. you can definitely picture the guy that's yelling at the newspaper yeah. yelling at the tv every day everyone knows yeah. that guy yeah. yeah everyone's gonna have their two cents worth two yeah. cents worth. local yeah yeah people uh, getting angry about um i thought the very recent example was during like the trump <laughs> presidency like all these guys just screaming and like people so many Australian people are just so angry about different aspects of it but we don't really know we have no idea no nothing doesn't affect us absolutely nothing like when they had the riots and stuff and people were like oh they can't be out there like it's fucking bullshit they're burning stuff down like for Black Lives (laughs) Matter and it's like (laughs) yeah they have no idea about what's going on exactly they have no clue they go to the information from yeah the Herald Sun yeah exactly Yeah. yeah which is really just like you know, or Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's gospel. It's monopoly. Yeah, and, and, you know, the political and uh, business ties that his media yeah. has mm, somehow perverses itself into the commonly accepted attitude that the majority of, like, certain <laughs> people hold who consume that media. So it's like, yeah. Wild, wild west of opinion. <laughs> did, I, did any of you guys? What is an IBM? Is that is that a company? Yeah. So, uh, so that's it, all it I could a, think of. Yeah, it is. It a, is it a company. It is a, a hardware company. It's crazy. <laughs> but I'm loving it. I'm not. I am actually not sure what that song's about. But I just about. love the. I love the little um, telephone sounds in the middle of yeah. it. Yeah. We're talking little, about like computers and yeah. cpus but like being politically correct as well yeah very cool very cool. Cool. cool should we get into the segments yeah let's do it all righty we are going to kick it off with get inks get inked like always kicking off with getting we're gonna make some tattoo designs from the lyrics or just something from these albums. Bradley, you can go first this week. Oh, shit. All right. Um, cool. From the Courtney Barnett album, um, from the song Dead Fox. Now that I thought she did her own artwork, but I wasn't known for sure. So very cool now that you've confirmed that. 
but yeah. I don't know if there's like a there's a freight company called Lynn Fox yeah. that she's like kind of mocking and criticizing during the song just because of how that yeah all that sort of stuff uh, I was going to yeah. take that Lynn Fox logo and just make it say Dead Fox instead Nice. Yeah, that's nice. I can picture that logo already. Red fox, little red and yellow. Maybe diamond. with um, yeah, yeah, that one. Maybe we can have like one of her crude like drawings that she does for her artworks, like a dead fox with some X's over her eyes or something. Nice. Its eyes or something. Pretty good. Kind of cool. Um, from <laughs> DVP. Um, from IBN. Laughs a flicker from a GPU. So. A GPU is a component of a computer and a lot of our mates like to joke about their PC specs and how people have take lots of pride in their PC specs and they like to rattle them off to you. So I'm just thinking like to some nerd gamer with like his computer specs tattooed on his forearm or something. And because when lots of people like update their PCs, you got to just get more and more because you're, like, you're updating your specs, so you got to update your tattoo as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got to get them laser removed and then update yeah. when they change. Update your specs. When you get that brand new <laughs> graphics card, mm. you bet that's going on. Just like the whole circuit board? Do you <laughs> no, no, no. Just like Just the, the name of your specs, specs and stuff. Name, yeah. yeah. The yeah. name, what type of GPU you got. And <laughs> so you can just rattle it off to your mates and take pride in your, how, how fast your frame rate is or some shit <laughs> when you're gaming. That's pretty funny. That's good, bro. Right. That's good. That's good. Best. Um, mine from Corny Barnett, just a song name, Aqua Profunda. Um, apparently, it actually means deep water in Italian. And that makes sense because the song mentions swimming and water. However, I just thought it sounds like a spell from Harry Potter. So I'm thinking mm. um, like it could, it's like a spell that maybe you turn someone's wand into like water or some shit. Something <laughs> it's like. That's a tattoo. No, 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 no. That's what it sounds like to me. I've just rewatched all the Harry Potter movies. So me too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Have you finished? I watched, just finished uh, Deathly Hallows Part 2 the other night. Yeah, me too. It's. So good. I it missed a like... couple because we were watching them as a house and I'd work some nights. So I missed yeah. a couple, but it was really good. Now we're watching Lord of the Rings. All right. Nice. I think we're going to watch The Hunger Games. Uh, yeah. That starts yeah. after the first one, doesn't it? Yeah, probably. Anyway, yeah. good to know. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, great movies. Um, yes. Going to read the book soon again, I reckon. Anywho, I'm thinking just Courtney Barnett dressed up as a wizard, maybe with a scar on her forehead. And that's just it because it just sounds like, and maybe she can be saying aqua profunda and like cool. her wand's turning into water. Or that'd be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And then from Quality of Mercy, the song title, A Quality of Mercy, um, just like about the song's meaning that we spoke about. I'm thinking two guys on the electric chair side by side in like the style of like newspaper cartoons. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like a mob of people, maybe, maybe with like cameras waiting for them to die. And a witty little joke or something. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a bit of, yeah, it's a bit brutal, a bit tongue in cheek yeah. at the same time. <laughs> uh, what's what are yours, Adam? Uh, mine, uh, my one for Courtney Barnett from Pedestrian at Best. Um, give me all your money and I'll make some origami, honey. That's just a hundred dollar bill folded into a crane. Would be pretty nice. Decent. Yeah, I was gonna do that. Oh, yeah. Adam's would... probably gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> the obvious one. Yeah. And maybe, my other I one. I reckon maybe someone might have that. They might. Yeah. My other one is from Heart Paste. It's just a toothpaste, like a plain toothpaste tube with a little love heart on it. That's, That's nice, it. I reckon. That's Thanks. good. Decent. Very Pretty simple clean. ones this week. Yeah. There you um, go. Who's clean? Uh, Jack, what, they're, they're what are your tattoo designs that you've deep, came up from? I, I, I thought it'd be fun to have like a three graves and a bunch of seals standing around <laughs> crying. Because in Kim's caravan, there's a, a seal keeps washing up on the beach because it wants to die. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, seal funeral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I kind of like the absurdity of it. Um, and then. It's <laughs> <laughs> very, uh, very good. Maybe just. Uh, I, did, I was actually. I was trying to think of the other one, but it's kind of similar, like with the electric chair thing, but someone pulling a lever down but they've got a blindfold over their eyes or something but i kind of thought that was a bit i don't know i didn't think that would be a very nice thing to have tattooed on you yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't be nice to have a tattoo so i think oh, it's yeah. an outline of a person and then another That's person dark, but I like it. A, <laughs> yeah. that'd be a is, you, like, 
I'm with evil and then like an arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That'd be yeah, good. Yeah, I was kind of thinking of that dark one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. one. I mean, it sounds like a metal band's tattoo. I don't, I don't wanna... That'd be good. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, my, I was thinking of a tattoo that my brother has that um, would be funny if it was like a seal instead of a rabbit, but it's like a rabbit with like a dark cheese grater. I don't know, actually, I'll skip over that one. Did, did you ever read that book that was like about bunny rabbits? <laughs> wow. I'm gonna skip over that one. Yeah. Peter Rabbit. Uh, Peter, Peter Rabbit. Yeah. Roger Rabbit. Bunny Rabbit. Yeah, Sydney Rabbit. <laughs> nah, they were good. Bunny Rabbit's dying in different ways. It's pretty dark. Yeah. No, it's not a kids' book. But he got yeah. a tattoo of one of those. Bunny Rabbit's dying. A kids' like book. A or something. Said so that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit, yeah, nice. sick. Oh. With a cheese grater. I might have to check this Some out. Quality tattoos there. Yeah. yeah. And don't worry if they're dark. No one's ever getting these tattoos. We've come <laughs> up with some putrid stuff on this show before. Yeah. We have that have been very, very, very dark. We'll take, we'll take the wins when we get yeah. them. <laughs> well said. All right, let's do our favorite songs. Let's do the ad. All right, that Spotify playlist, it's going up and up and up. The Record Royale ads, how many songs? A few more people have followed it. 438 songs after this week. <laughs> 27 hours of musical content for you to listen to. We're going to add six more songs in there. Quite hard Jack, what are your favorite songs? But One from I each think, album. Um, I couldn't decide whether to try and pick the ones that aren't. Mm. Is like you know, like not the singles, or whether they go the ones that are just like you, know, you just like them better, or say the main songs. But I reckon Equality of Mercy, the title track, is probably my favorite song of that album still. So I'd add that one in there. Um, although I really like, I really want to do Vincent Van Gogh, but I'm going to see yeah. Equality of Mercy. Yeah. And then the other song, um, I was picking between a few as well, but I think Kim's Caravan. Either that or small poppies, but I reckon. Oh, actually no, make it yeah. small poppies. Yeah. yeah, small poppies and quality of mercy. Yeah, so, so yeah. I kind of went through my thinking process to, to <laughs> make up my mind the as two, I said them. The two long ones, oh, Kim's Caravan and Small Poppies. Anyway, that's cool. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Uh, Adam, what are yours? Um, I'll go cause and effect for RBG, the second song. So we just go on first and then mm. second. But yeah. um, I really liked it as well. It's very, it's like bright, and it's kind of like summery, but also very, like, introspective and very dramatic, and it almost has like a meatloaf drama to it. <laughs> I think like the vocals, which yeah. is um, I really love, and yeah, I love that track. It just reminds me a lot of talking heads kind of like early talking heads so I was, yeah really into it um and then for Courtney Barnett I was gonna say small poppies but I'll just go I'll go elevator operator um yeah also another really really great chorus mm-hmm. um and it's just an, another really specific story from Courtney Barnett about some guy that went up to the top of a building and people thought he was going to kill himself but he was just <laughs> going to have a look which <laughs> I think is a very corny Barnett story to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. So, yeah, there you go. Sick. Um, I'm going to do Dead Fox for Corny Barnett album, even though it's single. That hook, I reckon so that good. is such a... Like, I can... I. It's not surprising that Americans ate that up. I reckon that's yeah. a very... That kind of hook translates really well, wherever mm. you are. I don't know, it's just catchy as, as hell. Um and then for Quality Mercy, I'm going to say Heart Paste. I kind of got like yeah. Split Ends vibes, like Australian yeah. 70s bands. Oh, hell yeah. Kind of like, they're not lo-fi, but those that type of sound, that type of yeah. storytelling as well, where it just kind of like trudges along. Like there's no real climactic point. Yeah, um, got a lot of like new wave. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. So, S- yeah. So I'm chucking in. Uh, Brad, bring it home. Uh, I think I was going to go Dead Fox as well. Um, I'm going to go. Um, I'll go. Nobody really cares if you don't go to the party. Um, 
Our, mm. our production wise, I think that's my favorite song. Of the yeah, album. it's a great track. That guitar's crunchy. Yeah, drums. Yeah, you said the drums is punch. It's so punchy. Mm. And that hook sick as well. And it's a bit of a quick one, but it's a good one. I'm gonna go Vincent Van Gogh off the RVG. I think that song's like so like drug lace. It's just like a I don't know. It's such a tricky it's kind of song. It's weird. It's cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so sick mm. so it sounds like it's from the 70s or 80s or some shit it's crazy yeah the whole album does, to be honest yeah nice yeah. alright go check those songs out the record rail ads on Spotify alrighty season no 5 segment no shitty playlist Will don't worry about it I, I don't <laughs> no even need to plug it I don't <laughs> even go to that shitty you don't playlist. have to go if you don't want listeners so you're telling me you don't want to listen to Dua Lipa and then go straight into Metallica <laughs> Is that, yeah, and then go back to Miley Cyrus. You don't want to do good. that. Yeah, people. Will we should love do that. that. We should do that. Maybe we go camping, and that's the only. Playlist Maybe we should have a 27, 27 hour party, and we just play the whole playlist and get drunk. That'd be really fun. Fuck, that'd be some tragic. Party. There'd be some tragic songs to drink beers to in there. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a hard slog of a session. It'd be some great songs, though, but well. it's only three tracks. It's only three tracks, so you get over it, and then you might. You don't know what's on the horizon. Oh, no. you mean three tracks from each band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we should get, we should test this. Uh, <laughs> we theory. won't do that. We'll, we'll, we'll see if our hypothesis works. <laughs> All right, season five segment. You know what it is? Shark yeah. Tank. It's a smash hit. All right, Jack. This segment. Um, it is called Shark Tank. It is exactly the same as the show Shark Tank. Me, Brad, and Adam have taken three song titles. Um, sorry, one song title each. Three business ideas is what we're making. And then you have to decide which business idea you would give your hypothetical mm-hmm. money to out of our three. <laughs> I will go first this week. My business idea is called Pedestrian at Best. Um, this is so sh- this is dumb um, so it's a business for the people in life who well it's actually it's not that dumb because you come across them a lot it's mm. it's about helping people who just suck at being a pedestrian like they always cross the road at the wrong time constant jaywalking never abide by the lights or the crossings and like they probably have heaps of pedestrian yeah. road rage in them like if they cross and a car comes in and they're like oh huh and um, it's like overall just like can't really comprehend how to be a good safe pedestrian so i'm thinking pedestrian at best is a 10-week online course teaching anyone how to go from a shocking pedestrian to the best pedestrian possible uh the course provides real life insights and examples and will challenge the user at every step so that's uh my pedestrian at best (laughs) safety course essentially good that's people some people need that i think so too yeah uh what's yours adam uh, mine is called... <laughs> Mine's so stupid. Mine's called Dead Fox. Okay, so... <laughs> it's a game show, right? And it's kind of like American Ninja Warrior, but it's a giant flying fox that goes for 2Ks. And right. contestants have to dodge different threats that attack them from below as they're flying across, like crocodiles, like flamethrowers, and uh, nice. like arrows from an archer. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to just dodge it. There's only one round, like per round. You've just got to make it to the end, pretty much. You've just got to make it to the end, but they they get away with a million dollars, but the catch is most of them don't. <laughs> they die, and they die. <laughs> yeah. yeah really so it's kind of got to imagine yeah. that this is in like a. I was gonna say it sounds like a this is in a world where like death race already exists, mm-hmm. like the movie yeah. Death Race, where. Yeah, but <laughs> if, if you've learned anything from movies, yeah. in the, the future, world, people will pay to watch people get killed. It's like mm-hmm. Squid Game. So, it's coming. It, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. And We're just in a little lull spot right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm yeah. just getting, I'm getting my idea in and then making yeah. the millions now, you know? Yes. For when so that get in, comes. Get in now. Yeah. yeah. Invest Dead, now. Dead, Dead fast. Get in, like invest it. now. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Brad, what's yours? Uh, mine... It's not really like an invention it's just like a business proposition um i'm just looking for someone to invest money in being part of a part ownership with a new venue and it's called feral beach <laughs> uh it's like this the chattest pub you can think of <laughs> um it's got like a built-in wave pool 
and like a fake beach for all the groms and grommets to have heaps of overpriced beers. Skeggs <laughs> is the resident band and they play right. every night. Right. Uh, you have to wear thongs or Birkenstocks and Kelly Slater's keen. So I'm looking for one more. You're <laughs> <laughs> going in with Kelly Slater. Kelly Slater's keen on this idea. Okay. Uh, Mark Richards, maybe. So it's a, it's a surf themed bar. Yeah. It's just like a really big pub on the top of a hill with a yeah. beach, with a fake beach. Why is it on the top of a hill? It, it's, that's just how they are in the beach, in the beach town. <laughs> <laughs> the pub's always on top of the hill. Okay. So, right. yeah. All right. There's a pub. <laughs> <laughs> Just a pub. All right. Jack, which, which well, business? Pedestrian or Bass, Dead Fox or Feral um, Beach would you, hmm. would you uh, put well, all your life savings? Well, I think Dead Fox would be out because I, I, think, I think by the time I saw a return on that, I'd have been dead for a thousand years or... Living in a parallel universe, n- another of which are super, super good things for me. Um, yeah, get my investment. Uh, the other one, the the pub, Feral Beach. Um, although I, I, one of my favourite breweries for beer is called Feral Brewery. Um, they're a WA brewery, pretty sure. Um, so in that way, if they just had their beer, yeah. that would be a really cool thing to do. But um, not quite sure that that's the sort of bar that I'd wanna I'd wanna own because I mean if you put an investment in you'd have to be there all the time and it sounds a bit risky so I don't know if that would be a smart idea for my life yeah, savings yeah. but I think I don't know yeah, something about across the road a bit yeah. better is it's kind of pleasant <laughs> sort of like useful um, it could maybe be like a job for young people to like help grandparents and stuff or blind people or or like i don't know anyone who needs help crossing the road <laughs> or anyone who's just not very good at crossing the road um and i think there could be ways that could be stretched out into like crossing train tracks i don't know if you could collaborate with councils and stuff to yeah there's there's i think I think it's pleasant <laughs> enough. General transport etiquette. Dealing with yeah. pedestrians, maybe, from the driver's perspective. You know, useful. So I'd go with the pedestrian crossing business. There's no death, no alcohol, just pleasant walking across oh, the road. Right. And the yeah. Oh, nice. Kind of, yeah, it sounds like... <laughs> no death. Well, it's doing a quick thing. Every- I think I need to learn from this because... I, I was gonna say. I had last week yeah. my only one out of this whole season that didn't involve some sort of death, and I think, and I won. Yeah, I think I need to stop. I, I was gonna say every need to stop week. Stop relying on death. Every week, at least one of us has a death in it. Say, the, way, the winner, the winner savings, comes from like yeah, the most logical, <laughs> real we world. It's gonna be a good idea. idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, death. that's cool. I've got a couple of wins in Shark Tank. Pedestrian yeah, I think a part of it, actually it would have to be like well for a lot of people. It has to be branched out slightly, you know, with a business understand. direction. Well, it would also go. If I was to invest it, I would, it would go both like ways. Push it with, you know, stretch it out, expand it from. Mm-hmm. You, you can launch the business just to help people cross the roads, and then, but the goal in mind is to expand from there, you know. You could be the first be perfect citizen. Yeah, I almost got hit by a car the other day, actually. Very good. You need pedestrian at best, mate. I was well. Yeah. I was walking across a zebra crossing, and very like it wasn't like I quickly turned into it. Um, and it was across from a cafe, <laughs> and I did see the car, mm. but it was pretty far away, so I just assumed they would see me, but they were coming pretty fast, mm. and I had my headphones in, so I, <laughs> I kind of just looked up and I was like, "No worries." Walked across and then it just like I felt it, the wind like behind me as I went past. And I just Shit. looked up and the whole, there was a cafe just across the road, heaps of people because it was in the morning. There was just like 30 people just like, because <gasps> they all thought I was yeah. going to get killed. Was this, I was, was like, was I just kind of took my headphones out and went, sorry. <laughs> Keep <Kept> walking. <laughs> anyway. Where, which, where was this on, on Derby Street? On, on um, Union Street. Um, on that yes. zebra crossing and it was yeah. at the union cafe or whatever yeah, yeah. anyway <laughs> brutal 
Well, I need it. Can't you lucky stars? You here, mate? <laughs> All right, we got one more segment. Let's do two truths and a lie. Adam, uh, Jack, Adam's gonna say three statements. Two are true. One's a lie. We got to figure out the lie. Who are they about this week, Adam? Uh, they're all about Courtney. Yep, as expected. Uh, as expected. They're all the pretty, pretty quick, quick fire ones this week. We couldn't find too much, but we'll see how we go. All right, first one. Courtney Barnett aspired to be a professional tennis player when she was growing up. Second one. Uh, Courtney Barnett didn't sing until she was nineteen. And third one. Courtney Barnett's favorite karaoke song is "Living on a Prayer" by Bon Jovi. Right. I reckon number two is true because I when I was getting the facts for these, I read that she played guitar in a few bands. Right. But I don't know if she's interesting. But it didn't actually say she never sung. So I'm mm. not sure. I reckon the first one is I something you've just been like, Yeah, she she could be a tennis player. Think whatever you want, Will. I saw yeah. uh, I saw an interview I reckon the, like the over and under by did. Pitchfork and she said she hates sports. Right. So true. But I thought I remember. Is there a music video with tennis in it? Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. No, what's number three again? Uh, her favorite karaoke bon song is "Living on a Prayer" Jovi. by Bon Jovi. This is all from one interview, by the way. I got all this, except for one of them. I'd probably say the karaoke ones a lot. But if the, what you said about the sport is true, then maybe I'm going to go the sport one. Just based know. off the, 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 the pitchfork video that I watched. Maybe I'll go number two. Maybe I'll go two because number one and three are kind of similar. They're pretty random. And I reckon mm. he's been like, oh, these are random. I'm going to chuck in like a real, Musical. real sounding one about yeah. actual music. I'm going to go two, the singing wow. till she was 19. That's a cool way of thinking about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm right, but I'm mm-hmm. going to. Yeah. No, I've got no clue which <laughs> one's right or wrong, but I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. The Brad's. Wait, what was the first? How did you word the first one again? Uh, Courtney Barnett aspired to be a professional tennis player when she was growing up. Yeah, the word aspired sounds like you've chucked it in. Brad, you're going tennis. I'm going yeah. singing. Jack, are you going tennis now? Or have you changed? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Do whatever you want. I'm going to go with. Bon There's Dave. no prize. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll start. Courtney Barnett did aspire to be a professional tennis player when she was growing up. Um, (laughs) And she wanted to be one until she was like 16. She was apparently really good as a kid. And you were right about the music video, Avant Gardner. She plays tennis in that video. Um, Courtney Barnett didn't start singing until she was 19. So the the false one, Jack, you got it. Courtney Barnett's favorite karaoke song isn't living on crowd. Ah! Dang it. (laughs) made that up because there was builders in my house and I was just shocked they were listening to like Star FM or something some commercial <laughs> radio station and Bon Jovi literally plays like seven or eight times a day yeah yeah like, and it, living on a prayer was like three times out of yeah, those like, ones they so, once a day tune some of them it's crazy it's on every all the time. single day <laughs> anyway so I just crazy. tucked that in there <laughs> it's 10 like a.m. in the, the radio. last two days it's like the first so song that comes up. on in the radio when they get in at seven because i feel like it amps up all the tradies it's like yeah big guitar solo at the start you know <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, there we go That's good uh, well, done, jack. And well done jack picking the line <laughs> all right yeah. we're gonna rate these albums out of 10 out of 10 what though out of 10 chairs thrones yeah. Thrones, yeah, Thrones. ten Thrones for Courtney Barnett, and then ten um, eggshells. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Sounds let's do good. It. Um, Adam, you're gonna start this week. We're going around. So Jack, we'll go around. We'll say Courtney Barnett, then we'll come back. Adam, Courtney Barnett out of ten Thrones. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go nine on this, actually. This is a really, really cool. good album. I I loved it when it came out. Um, I think it's a very unique Australian voice that just hadn't really been heard before. Just all about very suburban. Um, and it's reached this incredible height, like mm-hmm. just all over the world. 
um, and that's an achievement in itself. But uh, yeah, I think it's just very clever. All the lyrics and stuff, it's just all about the mundane things, but they're just hiding, like a, they're alluding to very serious things that I think we can all relate to. So yeah, very clever, very catchy, and great guitar and drum tone. So nine. Boom. Yeah. Brad? Uh, I'm going to back you up. Big fat nine. Oh, I think this album's almost perfect. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> there's nothing nothing wrong with it at all. Uh, yeah, I think the whole um, ordinarily extraordinary is a great way to say it. Mm. I think she's like a genius mm. without saying it's like she doesn't sound too intellectual, but she yeah. has these really beautiful perspectives on life and she can paint full scenes and full movies with her lyrics yeah it's so vivid um yeah while also being very australian and being very witty and very charming so mm. and production sides of things it's a big tick as well so yeah nine awesome. <laughs> Look at huge that. um i'm gonna go eight just one down sorry about that fucking hell will brad good word charming <laughs> this album is charming yeah. it's like australiana charming so a bit like bogan but really charming. And just everything she sings about is so precise and specific. And it's not everyone's cup of tea, like with Modern Baseball, Front Bottoms, Smith Street Band, but if it's you can't like deny how well it's written. Yeah. And yeah, I just love how every song is a different story. It's just brilliant. And the guitars are sick. And the drums. Mm, it's all yeah. it's all really good. So I'm going eight. Alright, Jack, what are you giving it out of ten? Uh, what was it? Thrones. Um, what's Thrones mean? Thrones. <laughs> Sometimes I sit and think. Yeah, oh, just right. about chairs. It's <laughs> just a. Um, I, um, gosh, it's hard to put a number on it. Um, but probably either, I mean, I'm, just, it's, do I say 10 or 9? You can do 10. Oh, do, 10. do whatever you want. Do it. Just do it. But the thing is, there's no acoustic guitar in it. And I th- but is 10 like the perfect album or is it just a flawless album? We've thrown a few been, tens around on this podcast. There's been a fair few tens. We're not. I'll give it a nine and a half. Well, I think nothing's perfect. Oh, you can't do half. Yeah, you can't do. You you're rounding up or you're rounding down. Well, I think there's no such thing as perfect. Yeah. The things that make an album great are the things that aren't always perfect. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe give it a, a nine because I don't I don't think you know there's no such thing as a ten. Maybe there is. Nah, fuck it. Give it ten. Yeah, yeah. do it. That's yeah. all we want to hear. Yeah, pressure. pressure. I've got it on. That's I've got it on vinyl. I still listen to it all the time. Yeah. it's probably one of the best albums I've ever got involved with. Good. It's one I want to hear. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Is this? Yeah, would this be like your favorite album or one of? Um, I don't know. I don't listen to it as much these days. I definitely just like you know how sometimes you go through like sort of a. Not like a coming of age thing, but you go like a real phase where it kind of is a big part of who you are for a while and then you sort of grow a bit and your interests change a little bit, but it's still like a big part of you, but you don't really sure. hear it, listen to it as much anymore. That's yeah. kind of the way I feel about it now. Like I still listen to some of the songs a bit, but um, like um, it's it's like, it's kind of like, feels like it's got that kind of real connection to my past when I listen to it. It makes me feel like, makes me look back. On, on, yep. on times and stuff. Um, mm. but in terms of just that sort of personal connection to it I don't really have any albums that I feel that about and that's probably one of the main ones Thanks. that I have that kind of like personal like little deep love for that yeah nice just the it's a 10 that's what I want to hear bang boom <laughs> first Oz Music Month 10 alright yeah. let's do RVG out of 10 eggshells or Vincent Van Gogh's or Feral Beaches it doesn't matter Adam what are you giving it uh, I'm gonna go um, I'm gonna go seven uh, Feral Feral Beach of Eggshells for this one yeah. um, I did really like it maybe just cause I'm not as accustomed to this uh, this is the first time listening to this album this week um, and I did really like the drama of it and like I loved a lot of the songs but maybe I just need a little bit more time to delve into the lyrics a little bit deeper um I think because Courtney Barnett is just paints such a perfect picture the lyrics I still like the lyrics but it just seemed to pale in comparison a little bit to the Courtney Barnett album so yeah I'll, I'll give it a seven mm-hmm. for me Sweet. Brad 
I think a seven feels pretty good. Learning that it's a live album is definitely yeah. very, very cool. Um, I just, I, it's just, I, I'm not really trying to go too in depth into the lyrics. I just think it sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, and this is something I will be playing at my place of employment mm. because it's very cool and suiting, fitting, and sounds like it belongs in a pub. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm thinking seven, but I gave Connie Button eight, and I think it's that album's a lot better. It just is. So I might go six. I think this just wasn't enough to latch on to. Um, I mean, there's only like eight songs, which low key I fucking loved because it's a short album and I can just pump through it. And it's because it was recorded live, it's super concise and obviously the production's very, that flows very well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't really get into it as much as the Courtney Barnett album, but I think the lyrics were really sick and the sound is really cool. It sounds like 70s, 80s Australian music, a bit of British rock in there too. Um, what's the, Jack, what's the album Feral like? Is it like a live recorded album as well? Um, similar vibe. I, I, I don't know if it's live or not. I didn't really realize this one was live recorded to be honest. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> News to you. Hmm. Yeah, so I might check out their more recent stuff. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Going six. All right, Jack, what are you going to give it? Um, I'll probably give it a nine. I think the <laughs> even though like, um, I think the songs that don't like, there's a couple in the other album that I very immediately connect with because especially the production's a lot clearer and stuff. But I think the sort of flow between the songs and the mm. sort of raw like authenticity of the sound that they've got from I guess a lot of that was a live production of it um really like it's really consistent and really like and I could listen to any song in that album and kind of uh, really enjoy it whereas like the Guardians album is definitely the song I really love and other ones I'm kind of like not as into like not not as into but you know like I definitely have more favorites but this one's more like yeah just a great like as an album as like a body of work it, it's like really concise and well made um and really like unified um and i really like that about an album when it feels like a solid piece that fits yep. together um and that's one of the main things i love about it as like an album as a whole like it, like feels like you want to sit down and the whole thing like um you know yeah i give it a nice beautiful really like hell it. yeah fair enough nice. see i like that jack when we have guests on, they're, they're hesitant to bring out yeah, the scores. Yeah, sometimes we let them at first and they're like, oh, I don't know, like a seven. And then we're like, you brought them on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It should be your favorite. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to like, yeah, I mean, if I gave it less, I wouldn't have picked it, you know? Yeah, exactly. That, that's good. To <laughs> that's what we want. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Despite the decent scores for RBG, it's a monstrous win for Courtney Barnett. 36 out of 40. Huge, Whoa. huge score. Beats. Is that the biggest score this season? I think so. It ought to be tied with turnstile, I believe, from yeah. a couple of weeks back. Um, beats <laughs> 29, up, yeah, 29 <laughs> yeah. out of 40 for RVG. So, yeah, Courtney Barnett, easy win, but we're all winners here. Two brilliant Australian music albums yeah. that yeah. we were lucky enough to listen to. Thanks. So, thank you, Jack, for bringing these on. Hope you had a thanks fun everyone. time on the show. We really appreciate it, yeah. especially the time yeah, difference. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, no, lovely to meet you all. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever uh, make your way over to Newcastle, we'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, for, <laughs> a, for, a, for a local show, we'll come come for a beer. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Give us Sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give us a door. Yeah. The only reason why I do this podcast is so eventually when come to Newcastle, I'll get a bunch of door spots. The audacity. They're the going to start coming in. Through. When summer comes around, boys, yeah. so many free tickets. No, not at all. <laughs> the audacity to ask. Run. The audacity to ask, ask bands for a door spot after two years of not hey, playing. Hey, remember shows. that uh, time you were on our pod two years ago? Do you reckon, uh, can me and five of my mates please come to your show? <laughs> Backstage, right. free beers. Guys, free right. beers as well. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't wait to actually try and do that. Um, <laughs> next week on the show, the Australian Music Month train, it keeps rolling on. However, we are still waiting on confirmation of the two albums we're doing. Um, it's going to be I can already tell though they're going to be they'll good be heavy we, yeah they're going to be heavy <laughs> we can only assume because we got Jack Melbourne band 
Void of Vision coming on the show, which is pretty pretty dope. They're Very a sick, sick band. I can only imagine Jack's going to pick some pretty cool uh, albums. Heavy stuff. Yeah, we've been people have been saying, week, which would be great. Yeah, people have been saying you need to do some up. Australian heavy music. So yeah. we're just assuming that he could pick fucking. He could pick whatever he wants. Yeah, <laughs> poor Kelly. Yeah, well, that'd be <laughs> yeah. brilliant too. That'd be great too. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of possibilities, and they're all wins. Um, <laughs> so that's next week with Jack. If just follow us on Instagram at Record Real. We'll post it on Friday what we're doing. And uh, yeah. you can stay in the loop just like we will. All right. That's All right. it for this week. Appreciate it. Uh, go follow us on the socials at Record Royale. Uh, you can buy a tote bag from www.recordroyale.com.au. Yeah, I said the W's. <laughs> fuck yeah. Don't need the yeah. W's there. No, fuck yeah. I'm saying the W's. No, I need even more W's. CPS at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Put the postcode in there too. Um, <laughs> so next week with Jack... Um, yeah, follow us on the social so you can see what albums you're doing so you can listen along. It's a lot more fun when you can uh, get in touch. Let us know what you're thinking of the albums. All right, Jack, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Thanks man. Very much appreciate it. Farewell, Brad. Farewell, Adam. I'm in New this weekend yeah. for the first time in like four months, so oh, maybe we can come for a beer. Beers. What, on Saturday yeah. or Friday? Uh, I'll be there Saturday, Saturday night. Right. I'm working. <laughs> All right. Two weeks. I'll, 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 I'll pop in you. after. Maybe anyway, another weekend. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll sort this out another time. All right, yeah. see you later. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. 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 bye.